the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's so quiet around the Faith Talk studios without Rick and Dan. Management decided to just let them stay at home. Here they are broadcasting live thanks to StreamYard on Faith Talk Atlanta. Hey, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Always a pleasure to talk to this gentleman, the pastor of Parkside Church in Cleveland, Ohio. Since 1983, he's been there, and uh, he is Edinburgh Castle, Alistair Begg. Well, I like it. I'm a long way from home, so it makes me feel, you know, a bit more at home. <laughs> yeah, that is beautiful. Now, have you been? Have you been there in person to see it and hang out? Oh, oh of course. Yeah, we lived we lived in, in Edinburgh for uh, the first two years of our marriage, and uh, Glasgow, my hometown, is only you know 40 minutes on the train from Edinburgh. So. Yeah, Edinburgh and Edinburgh Castle are a big part of things. Yeah, wow. That is beautiful. We want to talk today about a couple of things. Your brand new book is called Brave by Faith, and we'll tell folks about it and how to get it. Uh, And also, we want to talk about uh, the Deeper Faith Cruise, which we've been talking about for a while. We talked to Laura Story the other day, and she's pretty excited about it. And uh, that's coming up August the 28th uh, through September the 4th. By the way, you can hear Truth For Life with Alistair Begg on the radio at Faith Talk Atlanta, Monday through Friday. You can get more details at faithtalkatlanta.com. So, Alistair, you have written so many books. And listen, we love your ministry because we hear you every day. Uh, Dan wishes that he had the accent I do. that you have, the, the, yeah. the Ohio accent. not the. <laughs> I don't think it's an Ohio accent. <laughs> yeah. He is constantly talking about it. Let's talk about uh, this book. Why this book? What it, What is it about? Why now? Yeah. Well, the, the interesting thing is that it it is uh, peculiarly timely, but it wasn't done with the thought of this time in view. Because as you know, when you're working on a book, you're working quite a way in front. Mm -hmm. But uh, as we began to get closer, we realized that uh, the issues that were being addressed, not just because of the pandemic, but because of all the other chaos that's going along with it, um, suddenly make it a a very timely book. The reason we were doing it is because when we had uh, studied uh, Daniel as a church some years ago, um, not every sermon series that I do uh, seems to have any life beyond itself, but every so often uh, it would seem because of what people say that there might be value in going at it in a written form. And so mm-hmm. that's what we decided to do. And then, of course, uh, coming out now with all of the uh, encroachments of uh, a secular culture, it seems like we wrote it, you know, just for the moment, but but we didn't. Isn't that interesting how uh, things like that happen all the time where you write something and you think, well, uh, it was applicable back then. But uh, then again, here we are again in human history, having it be applicable now. What was applicable back in Bible times is certainly still applicable now, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the great thing about working from the Bible, because, you know, when Paul, Paul says that the things that were written in the past were written 
um, for us so that through endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. So we have confidence that uh, we're, we're not, we're not going to fall foul of the kind of chronological snobbery that uh, pervades our time, which says uh, everybody who's lived later must be smarter than everybody who lived before. When in actual fact, <laughs> we, you could probably make a good argument for the reverse at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. Pastor Alistair Begg, the uh, the host of Truth for Life, Monday through Friday here at Faith Talk Atlanta. We're talking about his new book. It's called Brave by Faith. Uh, you can get it at thegoodbook.com uh, if you want to get that book. It is a uh, it is a great book. While you were doing the series, uh, Pastor, what did the folks say in the congregation? Uh, no doubt it was encouraging for them. Uh, maybe it adjusted them uh, a, a little bit, but how did they react to this particular series? Well, you know, I think I think the big thing was, you know, how did I react to it first? Because, uh, you know, I think the danger is in, in teaching the Bible, especially familiar passages of the Bible. The story of Daniel is known from, you know, from infancy for somebody in my context. Uh, but the way in which Daniel is usually taught is a sort of moralistic story. You know, Daniel was a really tough guy. And you should try your best to be a tough guy, too, <laughs> which, which actually is no real help to somebody like me who's not by nature a tough guy. And so the first thing for me to settle was the fact that, that Daniel is not the hero of the book, but mm. God is. Mm. And so that the message of Daniel is uh, not to become like Daniel as much as to learn to trust God the way Daniel trusted God. And, and that, I think, began to register with people as the series began. And then, of course, in the specific, specific instances that he faces, where, you know, he and his friends are dragged out of familiarity, taken into a place, they get their, their names changed, they get their educational system changed, they get everything changed just about. And yet, what is it about them that allows them to uh, withstand the forces of a culture that doesn't believe what they believe. And so I think that began to ring with people. Now, uh, something that you point out and that, I, that I think is very interesting and that I think we get away from today is that we need to be able to make sure that we draw the line and make sure that we uh, stand with that when we do draw the line that we it, they intend not to cross. And Daniel encouraged uh, his friends to do that. Um, talk about the the importance of that and how we've kind of gotten away from that today, I think, in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, people of conviction now are, are dangerous people, whereas, you know, in the past, you know, conviction about things, you know, people could debate them, but at least they could recognize uh, the stand that somebody would take. You know, it's now 40 years since the movie Chariots of Fire, and that amazing stand taken mm-hmm. by Eric Little about, you know, not being prepared to run in the heats on a Sunday. Uh, people could disagree with that, but they could not resist the fact that he was prepared to hold to something that was foundational to him. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think uh, I think it's Margaret Thatcher who says, you know, if you just set out to be liked by everybody, hmm. um, you know, you'll be you'll you will accomplish nothing at all because. Yeah. Uh, you you just, you won't stand for anything. And Christianity has to be careful that we don't end up saying, well, the things we stand for are political concerns. Mm -hmm. There are political dimensions to it, but no, we're, we're standing up for, uh, for truth in a world of relativism. 
We're standing up for the family in a world where uh, even gender itself is collapsing. Mm. Uh, we're standing up for righteousness and for, you know, these things. And um, people, people need lead. And um, the Bible leads us, and, and those of us who try and teach the Bible can, can help to that end, too. Mm-hmm. Alistair Begg, brand new book called Brave by Faith. You can go to thegoodbook.com. Alistair, it's interesting because we have gone through uh, and still uh, going through the pandemic with COVID-19. The political arena here, uh, Dan and I are like, okay, when is this ever going to end? Uh, we've never seen anything like this. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of the older guys. And as I talked to people uh, in the church, they were so convinced that a political figure could make things better. And I kept saying, uh, things aren't going to get better. If you read the scripture, it actually gets worse. But it seems like that falls on deaf ears. It's like they look at you like a deer in the headlights. What are you talking about? Yeah, I I concur. I concur with that. I mean, if you think about it, no matter if you even step outside of uh, the United States and look at the circumstances in Western Europe, it's it's clear that no, there's no, there's nobody who has got a grasp of things sufficient to be able to uh, bring about some kind of uh, resolution. And so, it's a moment of opportunity actually for us because. Um, you know, we're actually doing Second Samuel at the moment, where we're following the story of David as the king, and he's about to collapse. And uh, once again, you've got this great leader who uh, falters. Hmm. Well, what is the story? The story is that, that that it is only preparing us for the for the one king who doesn't falter, for the one king that we can trust. You know, for the one king that we can obey, and. You know, as Christians, whatever our political perspectives, and I've got strong ones as, as others do, uh, we have to keep our focus on Christ, mm. on his kingdom, and on the fact that that is a multinational, multilingual, multigender kingdom. You know, I mean, it's, it's rich, poor, fat, thin, male, female. And, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, it, all of these things are united under this one king. Um, and it's so it's actually exciting. I'm saying to young people now, share the adventure. Tell people they don't have an adventure worth living for or dying for. There's the, li- listen to them talk. But the story of, uh, of Jesus and his kingdom is a great story. Let's yeah, take yeah. a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Online. 